This is Emmanuel God with us, the radio ministry of Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Twin Falls, Idaho. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to our Lord's house this morning as we gather together for worship. We begin by singing our first song, Blessed Be Your Name. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, with which I have ever offended you, and justly deserved your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Upon this your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God to all of you. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Psalm of the Day. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, no one who waits for you shall be put to shame. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. May integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait for you. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exult over me. Indeed, no one who waits for you shall be put to shame. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Stir up your power, power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today is the first Sunday in the church here, the first Sunday in Advent. The Old Testament reading is written in Jeremiah chapter 23. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they shall no longer say, 
as the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country and out of all the countries where he had driven them. Then they shall dwell in their own land. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is written in Romans chapter 13. Besides this, you know the time, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethpage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Bring them, unite, untie them, and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. We continue by speaking together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus, come quickly, come soon. Our text from today's Holy Gospel. Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna 
and the highest. These are the words of our text, God's grace and his mercy and his peace. Be multiplied to you now and forever through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Joe was a godly man. He knew the word of God. He believed in God. He trusted in God's promises. Joe knew he was a sinner, but he also knew and believed in God's mercy and his forgiveness. Joe was kind. He was gentle. He was a decent man. The kind of man you would want your daughter to marry. Do you know someone like Joe? Who would be the opposite of Joe? If your daughter brought him home, you'd be like, oh God, no, not him. But Joe was not that guy. Joe was not a guy who would be out carousing, making his way from bar to bar, indulging the desires of his heart. Joe wasn't the kind of man who would hold a grudge or settle a score. He wouldn't go out of his way to shame someone. Joe walked in the light of God's righteousness. He didn't stand in the way of sinners. His delight was in the law of the Lord, and he meditated on God's word day and night. He is like a stream planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Of men like Joe, the Bible says, the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Who is someone you know like Joe? One day, Joe found himself in a sticky situation, one that would test his faith in God and test his trust in others. He was sure that he had been betrayed by someone close to him. And Joe had a choice. He could make the matter public. He could shame the other person. He could get a pound of flesh. He could soothe his betrayed heart by playing the victim. But Joe was a righteous man. He was decent. He wouldn't settle the score in public. He wouldn't air the dirty laundry for everyone to see. He was the kind of man you would want your daughter, Mary, to marry. You see, Mary was pledged to a man named Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So Joseph could have had Mary punished. He could have demanded that she be stoned to death for the sin of adultery. It was a capital offense. You remember the woman caught in adultery. We read about her in the Gospel of John. She is caught in adultery. She is guilty as sin. She is dragged before Jesus, 
and the crowd is ready to stone her to death because of her sin, and they would be justified. Joseph would be justified, but he loved Mary. He wasn't that kind of man. He was righteous. He wouldn't shame her publicly, just a quiet divorce. Of course, Joseph was wrong to consider even this. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. The Lord delivers Mary from judgment by telling Joseph what is going on. Mary is a woman highly favored by God. The Lord chooses her to be the mother of the Savior of the world. An angel of the Lord told Mary, The Lord is with you. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. and He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. Now Mary is not without sin. But she is not the kind of woman who goes out carousing, gratifying the desires of her sinful heart. She was not an unfaithful wife, a cheater, a woman of the darkness. She is not a woman of sexual immorality. Mary is the woman foretold in the Bible by the prophet Isaiah. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. That's what the angel of the Lord told Joseph. This is what the angel Gabriel told Mary when she asked, How will all of this be since I am a virgin? The angel said, The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. For nothing is impossible with God. Mary is a godly woman, decent kind, gentle, loyal, chaste, trustworthy. A woman of faith in God's word who trusts in his promises. Do you know a woman like Mary? The Bible says that a woman like Mary is a wife of noble character. It asks, who can find such a wife? The Bible says she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She speaks with wisdom, and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. The Bible says a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Mary is that kind of woman. The kind of woman who says to the angel, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left Mary. Then the angel left Joseph. 
And when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. And so what was was fulfilled by the prophet Jeremiah in our Old Testament reading took place. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up to David a righteous branch, a king who will reign wisely and do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Three years and three decades later, the Son of God, the Son of Mary, would ride into Jerusalem as King and Savior. He would come in gentleness and humility. He was riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. And the crowds went before him and followed after him. And they shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. The crowd cries out, Hosanna. That means, save us. Save us now. And this is precisely why Jesus was born, isn't it? This is the reason Joseph gives him the name Jesus. Because Jesus came to hear the cry of the people. Hosanna, save us now. And to save all people from sin. This Jesus is your righteousness. He is perfectly righteous, tested and tempted in every way as you and me, and yet without sin. He is holy, and he gives you his holiness. He makes you righteous. When God looks at you, he sees Jesus, and God declares you righteous. That is holy. That is without sin. Jesus is your righteousness. And? You need his righteousness. You and me, we're like Mary and Joseph. We are sinners through and through. We can't please God. We aren't faithful to him. We aren't holy. We can't be the bride of Christ, his church. We can't live up to the call of St. Paul. The return of Jesus is at the door, but we can't keep watch. Paul says, the hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime. Not in orgies and drunkenness. Not in sexual immorality and debauchery. Not in dissension and jealousy. But we can't live up to what Paul says. Try as we might. We just can't do it. We do not live as the bride of Christ should live. Daily we sin much. But Jesus is a groom who saves his bride, who rescues her and redeems her. And so the angel told Mary and Joseph to give the baby the name Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. He will take our sin and give us his righteousness. Jesus will make us holy. 
He will cleanse us with the washing of water and holy baptism. And now Jesus presents us to his Father as a radiant bride, without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. Jesus had to be born of Mary. He had to be a true man. Why? So that he might perform the stupendous work of our salvation. He had to fulfill every commandment for you and me. He had to atone for the sins of the whole world. And to deny that Jesus is true man is to deny him as Redeemer and Savior. And after Jesus is born on the eighth day, Joseph brings him to the temple in Jerusalem and gives him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. In the book of Acts, we read, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name given under heaven by which men must be saved than the name of Jesus. This Jesus is the Savior of the world. And he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And as a result of Jesus' saving work, you are clothed with the Lord Jesus Christ. His righteousness is wrapped around you. His holiness covering you. And in Jesus' eyes, you look marvelous. He is enthralled with your beauty. The king is enthralled with you, with your beauty. Jesus brings you to his father and he says, Here, father, here is my bride. Isn't she beautiful? I died for her. I took her sins. I washed her with my blood. She is mine. And she is clean and radiant and righteous. And the father says, well done, my son. You see, we are the bride that Jesus wanted to bring home to his father. And the father welcomes you and me into his family. And Jesus calls you his holy bride with whom his Father is well pleased. Rejoice, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. See, your King is coming to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey on the colt, the foal of a donkey. And so we sing, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord unto life everlasting, amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord God, you have called your servants to ventures of which we cannot see the ending, by paths as yet untrodden, through perils unknown. Give us faith to go out with good courage, not knowing where we go, but only that your hand is leading us and your love supporting us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Inside a boy.